<laughs> i'm actually super excited to be recording my first podcast of the year it's so amazing you know i promised i was going to record frequently but i'm here to kind of make that up on the board this year that's going to change i really really do promise this time <laughs> You can watch out for the link every Saturday. I'm thinking 5 p.m. But by the time I'll be releasing this podcast, I'm sure I would have like decided on the time. So, uh, if you're listening for the first time, my name is Victoria. And this podcast is dedicated to talking about God, His love, and everything in between. <laughs> if that sounds like something you want to hear, then uh, this is a podcast you really need to be listening to. I pray for you today that as you listen to the words I'm going to say, that you will not hear me speak, but you'll hear God speak to you. So, um, when I talk about God's love, that's if you're new, you know, what we do is we focus on God's love, like uh, Romans 5 verse 8 says, For God demonstrates His love for us. In that why we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So it is very important that we work in this revelation of the fact that God's love for us is not dependent on who we are. Because the Bible even makes us understand that before we were born, He knew us. So we must work in that realization that God loves us irrespective of who we are. Um, but there's more to that. <laughs> so working in the knowledge of the scripture, we operate fully well knowing that we are loved by the creator of all things like for me when i think about these things it just feels so amazing and i genuinely find nothing more exciting imagine the person who has all the power in the whole world loving you i can't like it's 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 an amazing feeling it's just (laughs) i don't know if you're from any country in the world imagine the biggest person you know and that's human that may not be there tomorrow being so deliberate about you being so deliberate about your growth how would you feel you see how you would feel you should be way more excited because god makes us to understand that both the kings and the princes all the artists is in his hands so imagine that kind of person now being deliberate about you how how you can you know how powerful you are so you must always walk in this consciousness and in this knowledge. And I pray that God will help us to understand his love for us even more in Jesus' name. So, 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 we are diving into today's topic. <laughs> and today, I'll be talking about starting the year with God and living right. Boy, this year has been amazing for me. I wish I could put into words. Okay, when, I, when last year was coming to an end, I made up my mind that 2022 oh my god now 2023 for me was going to be me and god like i was going to be so deliberate about my growth i was going to be so deliberate about my service and i was going to take everything up notch and guess what god is helping me to actually do that and that's because i actually set goals in place to help me achieve all these things well, I know when you hear that, talking about starting the year with God and living right, I know it sounds like one of those cliche topics where you go to church, you go to a church where they tell you, oh, you have to serve God or you're going to hell. That's, that's not what we're going to talk about. 
that's not what we're going to talk about because for me i've always believed that the focus should be on god unless on the other side because when you know god when you understand god but it really needs to amount a lot of those things to you you do these things because you see the kind of ease it brings to your life the kind of control you know i thought a lot of the mess we got ourselves in or a lot of mess we've gotten ourselves in in the past it's because we don't know god and we don't serve him because when you look at some people's life the history where they are coming from i have no business being there if you are with god or you actually got into those situations only because you thought there was pleasure you thought there was like worldly pleasures and you let yourself to it but when you choose to stay with God and you understand that it's not about hellfire or no hellfire, even the quality of your life here on it is different. So, let me know that you deviated so far. Let me go to the topic. So, the topic today will be based a lot on uh, Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6. And it says, trust in the Lord with all your hearts and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Ooh, how powerful is that? Loved it. <laughs> See, a lot of times when I read the scripture, it just feels, wow, wow. These are things, I, well, you kind of know, but you read it passively. So you don't have the revelation of what that scripture means to you. Well... If I fully go into that scripture, I always say, starting the new year, one of the things, almost all of us, or let me not um, be too quick to judge, let me say that almost anyone half serious about their life as a new year resolution. In fact, in my own clues, I have new year resolution for my health, for my finances, maybe projects I want to work on. And I know a lot of people do that. Or even if you don't do that, when you check, the new year resolutions you've written down you will notice that they fall into different category but guess what only a few of us that is if any even make new year resolutions about their spiritual growth like uh, a lot of people just assume ah, it's me and god uh, i would just pray more i would just why do you think when it comes to the things of god you don't need to also be as extra serious as when it comes to your personal stuff because if you thought it was easy to stay committed to things just by thinking about it, I don't think you would actually be writing New Year resolution. So, if you write New Year resolutions for your personal career growth, for your life, same way you have to prioritize God. I would not come here for me. I've always been like that. No, I've not. <laughs> I've always been... Also, never. I was just ah, this year I'm going to pray more. I was ah, yeah, this year I'm going to actually go to church more. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But guess what? By the time the first week passes, I probably can't even remember some of the things I thought, which is why a lot of time we write down New Year resolutions. So, I put it to you today: What goals have you set that will make your work with God different from the past? Or that will help you to grow on your spiritual journey this year well if you have nothing written down and your plan is to work on vibes i just bust your bubble <laughs> it's time you go get a note where you write your goals for the year 
and write it down and the same metric you probably have to track how you are doing well on your other goals you need to set that kind of metric to help you also grow on your spiritual journey i know you may think it's not important but trust me it is important you must have a clearly written spiritual goal the same way you have your career goals written down because if you don't there's not even any way to live and my guy i'm telling you you have to do better at least this 2023 we have to do better so if you ask yourself um how do i start the year with god first i would say that like the scripture we read says you have to trust in the lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding you know like in this generation we're all woke (laughs) a little to work for our own good in fact everybody knows everything even things they have absolutely no idea about i remember one time me and my brother were just laughing and i was like when you go on twitter you see people who have never crossed the door of a medical school or even a paramedics or anything argue with a consultant about a topic because they read it on google that another person like them wrote the article you know that's the kind of generation we find ourselves in but you must learn to understand that we do not know it all and learn to relinquish the power to actually control your life and trust in the Lord with all your strength. And when I say relinquish, but I'm not saying be lazy. Even the Bible condemns laziness. So don't come at me with, oh, I'm staying at home praying all day. No, you will pray. There's a place for prayer and there's a place for your own hard work. A lot of us believe in grace because a lot of times I see even people who are not Christian or they say, ah, no, not grace, not grace, not grace. That means you believe grace works. Even beyond your work can, grace exists. And you can tap into it. But first, to actually start your work with God, you need to trust God with all your heart. And it says, it further says that in all your ways, you need to acknowledge Him. You know what comes next in that same scripture? It says, then it will make your path straight, meaning, it will help you it will make crooked way straight it will help you where you are confused where you are lost god actually helps and i pray that god helps you to come to this realization of him and helps you to grow in him and the second point which genuinely i consider the most important because if you trust god and you actually trust him and you're not relying on what you think is work or not work you will not have a problem dying <laughs> so the second point means you have to die uh, i'm not talking of you being buried in the ground dying no that's not what i'm talking about god has promised us that we are going to live long and go to the grave with our white hair so that's not what i'm talking about what i'm talking about uh is in romans i think 6 from verse 11 to 12 the scriptures say likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord and I think not I think <laughs> in verse 12 it says that let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that ye should obey it in the lost thereof so in Romans 6 verse 11 to 12 what we just read is that you have to be dead to sin you can't serve two masters you can't serve god 
and also remain in sin you don't expect grace to abound when you are doing everything grace wouldn't what you're doing everything god wouldn't want you to do so you have to be willing to die like when i mean die like i said before i don't mean physical dead i mean you have to die to sin and alive only to god like that means sin has no place in your mortal body and you do not answer to the lust of it my pastor would always say oh let's try an experiment go to the mortuary and talk to a dead body no go better for you you they crazy you they mad it's not even respond to you why because it's dead it can't hear you it can't do anything so the things you used to do when people bring it to you if you are dead truly you can't respond because you can't see it you can't hear it it means you have to separate yourself your life and all that you are to the glory of god because can a dead person react to anything no so if you are dead to sin it means when called to do the things you used to do, you can confidently tell them, um, I'm so sorry. You should have come last year, maybe like December. Right now, I'm dead. <laughs> it means there are gatherings you used to go to because, you know, these days to this, this is, I know, I like your own Christian. You are cool. You don't overdo things. You have to be that Christian they say overdo things. Because you see that their definition of overdo, that's where holiness lies. The kind of outing you guys you can't say you've given your life to christ but you still do exactly the same thing you were doing before you gave your life to christ even your friends will say, ah, that one, you say born again obama i know if you see him you go to the same places you participate in the same activity you you basically just gave your life to christ with your mouth or maybe you started going to church but that is not what this is you have to die it's a sin and give your life to christ and when i'm talking of dying dying in this act is actually a daily act till you find your ruth you have to give time daily so it's like you go out it's you know some days you write like if you are going out or maybe you still work with those people who you used to hang out with you have to even write down the things like today when social person asks me this i would say this if it takes you that level of learning to get to where but you don't even have to do these things by your strength so of course there is a place for discipline but ask god for help he helps like i recently had um i wanted to fast there's actually like a latent fast and in my life i've never done it <laughs> i i like food a little too much maybe not too much. i can't fast but i've never done this kind of fast before in my life and i remember when i was talking to my mom and my sister about it oh like i'm led to do this my mom was like why not like i can't really go into details right now because i promise you i'm going to share all the details when god leads me to and so far it's been a journey that has even helped me to understand that god sustains like it blows my mind how god sustains one i i've always believed god sustains but this experience has given me a whole new realization that God is able to sustain one. So if you are deliberate and you ask God for help, God actually shows up. So if you think, oh, there's a lot you are going to be changing, you still live with these people, I can't move out, they are my parents, 
they are my siblings then ask god for help and he will help you in second corinthians 8 verse 5 paul said he was talking about the church in corinthians at uh, the corinth and he was talking about how much they gave themselves in service but you know what he said he said they even did more than we had hoped for for their first action was to give themselves to god just as god wanted them to then to us so he was talking about how these people gave to god like gave in service worked but before they actually even served they already were already sold out to god which means you may be a giver you may do all the things you may not even be a sinner you may not work in line with all these things i mentioned earlier but the only way to grow is to reckon yourself dead in christ that's the same and alive only in christ because it goes beyond doing these things you have to be sold out to god himself first because even when you are not when you do these things they do not count as much bible makes us to realize that another thing i feel like is important for you to know and is one of the things that uh was it come quite passionate with is that you see those things you are chasing hey those things that makes you write down your goals that makes you work hard trust me i work hard <laughs> if you know me or maybe follow me on social media you will know i work hard my life is basically routine i read pray sleep read work pray sleep that's basically how i live my life so this is not coming from someone who is not dedicated into their work or have big goals big dreams see in fact my goals my it scares me so i've abandoned them over to god but one thing i'll tell you is most of the things you are chasing like working hard toiling <laughs> in fact because some people's are past working hard the bible has said it god said in matthew 6 seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and guess what all not some not uh, maybe these little things maybe the things that are not um too costly maybe the things that will not stress me no the bible makes us understand all 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 covers everything see there are some of the things even you as a person that you have in plan and god looks at it and say oh you don't know anything <laughs> Because what I have in plan for you, this is child's play. But how will you know if you don't know God? So it is important that we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So that all these things can be added to you. You may not believe me. I have my own testimony. Trust me. (laughs) But you've tried other things. You are not a child. Whatever age you are listening to this, I know you've tried other things. I'm not talking about voodoo right now. I'm talking about working hard, staying consistent, having a schedule that works. But trust me, this year, try God. If you thought you had success, watch it. If you thought you've gotten to a level that even a lot of people around you, your level, your background has not gotten to, this year, try God. And around this time next year, 
maybe your testimony will be on this channel <laughs> because i found to also really like incorporate a lot of people's story and help people to hear about god's love from the mouth of young people like them growing and living right with god to fully understand the essence of dying and sowing yourself as a seed so i'm going to like compare you to a physical seed so imagine you have an oak seed a bamboo olive tree or even any mighty tree almost ah, it has gone in extinction the tree is beautiful as long as it's a seed you can't call it a tree you cannot call it a tree no matter how powerful it is no matter how beautiful it is no matter its potential it could be it could be uh, able to host thousands of birds it could be able to nest become whatever it is but once it remains a seed trust me it, will, it can't do anything a seed is not a tree but what is the difference between a seed and a tree it's planting and dying a seed has to die to become a tree and without being buried you can't even die so what i'm saying in essence is no seed will ever reach its true potential unless it dies you as a christian you know it is important that you understand that there are things on your inside that will never come out until you die well the bible in Hebrews 2 verse 9 to 10 makes us realize that even jesus our lord and personal savior could not attain all he could be till he died the bible says but we see him for a little while was made lower than the angels namely jesus crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death so that by the grace of god it might taste death for everyone so even jesus could not be crowned with glory and honor the Bible makes us to understand that when he came back to heaven, he was exalted for what he had to die first. You must be willing to die to flesh. So to attain all that you can be, you see those goals, those plans, those hope, aspiration, let God help you. Like I'm telling you over and over, let God help you. You know, I always tell people because, you know, like I said at the beginning, we are very woke, like woke, we <laughs> still woke as a generation. I always tell people that when they say, um, ah, but some people are serving God and they are so poor, they follow God, they know the truth, they do this, they do that, but look at their life. You know, what I believe and what I've understood according to teaching is that your revelation of God depends on how you experience God. You cannot experience God to a level you've not put Him. If you don't think God is your healer, you can live in, in sickness even while serving God. If you don't have faith that God makes rich, you can serve God all you want. But He can't make you unless you have faith. If there's anything we've learned in the Bible, that's why I started this saying that you must learn to trust God. That's the base of everything. You know, imagine when you have revelation when i mean deep revelation of scriptures like philippians 4 verse 19 that says that god can supply all our need according to his riches you know in glory which has been given to us through christ jesus 
one thing that always strikes me about this scripture is God did not say God will supply all your need according to the list you've created according to the things you've come to him and say ah God I need it I need this he said according to his riches in glory you know what that means hey <laughs> so imagine you understand this scripture in depth trust me you cannot walk in luck or oh, you have revelation of scriptures like proverbs 10 verse 22 the blessings of the lord makes rich and add no sorrow walking in line with this scripture you know when people say ah you can't have it all you know as a christian you can have it all you can have money and have health because the blessings of the lord does not add any sorrow you know you can have money and your children are doing well your children are acting well they are not going to tell misbehaving spoiling your name why because the blessing of the lord adds no sorrow or you have revelation of scripture like second corinthians 9 verse 8 and god will generously you know oh god when i read these things i'm like what god will generously provide all you need then you will always have everything you need and plenty leftovers to share with others my god Imagine walking in line with these scriptures every single day of your life. Oh, you know preachers like Jeremiah 17 verse 78. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their open confidence. They are like trees planted along a river bank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat. Such trees are not bothered by the government. Such trees are not bothered by who is in power. Or worried by long months of drought, their leaves take green and they never stop producing. I think yesterday I was talking about to my brother and I was like, ah, Nigeria, the situations and everything. For me, I'm not bothered by who is in government. I'm not bothered by who is ruling. Whosoever is there, I will prosper and I will do well. I will live well. I will thrive. Why? Because Jeremiah 17 verse 17 is my reality. So he did not say that, ah, you have to be bothered whether there's it or you have to be bothered if there's drought, if the government does not favor you. No, I do well. My life is not dependent on those things. My life is on an upward shift that never runs down. The Bible makes us understand that the path of the righteous is like a shining light. It shines ever brighter. That means I can never, as a Christian, have a better yesterday. I will not talk about my story and I'll be referring to, ah, you know, in night. Okay, I can't even use 90. <laughs> I can't say that. In 2011, how ah, when I first met, no! My best story is tomorrow. <laughs> I do it today, like, my, my best is the next day. My best keeps waiting for me. Or oh, you have revelation of scriptures like Psalm 1 verse 3. And it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not with and whatever it. Even if you are packing sand. If you are fetching water. Whatever it does prospers. You know, it's... These things has to do with revelation. When you understand scriptures like this. Trust me. How won't you prosper? But first, you have to die first you have to be sold out to god and you know and, and you have you have you have to rest completely in god's promises this means not 
you know when when you die imagine you plant a seed and every day you go back there and say, ah this seed is not coming out too you go back there you dig the ground you put the seed you check again you bury it back you can't do that with your life with christ when you live your life with christ leave it there don't go back daily to say ah is it growing ah let me go and check the same way when you plant a seed what do you do you start watering it because what you know no one told you you believe you know is there every seed that is planted on the ground that grows no but when you plant you still believe the seed will rise so what do you do you water it you water it every single day you know we all had this practical we did i think primary school and i also did in secondary school god i was so passionate like my mom helped me you know to grow i was so happy when i saw my plants coming out you know we took it to school they thought us about all those things same with our life once you've given your life to christ you need to water your seed with the word only the word of god can water your seed and help you grow to realize your full potential water your seed with god allow god to help you allow god to rule in your life like it's so important i almost cannot like emphasize this point it's everything allow god you know all you need to do your own part is to keep watering your soul with the word and watch your life what what type with prayer and watch your seed which is your life grow to become all that god has called it to be but so you're able to grow you have to stay planted because while we were doing all our practical as children imagine every day we go to remove our seed it will never grow and then you go to school you see everybody's seeds growing doing well but you know even if you are going to lie to yourself our mind didn't grow you know why it didn't grow why because you keep digging it every day you never had the time to grow so you always remember that just like seeds until you are planted your potential is wasted whether you're an oak tree you're an olive tree you are whatever tree your potential is wasted until you are planted so like i chose this topic because we're in the first month of the year and it's not too late to choose to start your year with god today after listening to this make up your mind be ready to discipline yourself and know that god is able to give your seed another body genuinely like i could talk about this topic all day because this is also a resolution i made for myself that victoria i'm going to serve god like i've never done in my life and you know what happens when you do things you've never done you will see things you've never seen it's so important there's so much i want to share with you i may make this into like a series and um continue to share with you so one of the takeouts you must do immediately after listening to this make your spiritual new year resolution and trust god to help you even while you choose to die to those things you have to be deliberate about being disciplined god can help you but you have to also you have your part to play when they call you oh let's go and get at that lounge you know you don't want to like drink you don't want to smoke you don't want to do the things you used to do but you still go and say oh, no i won't do it it's just they will look at you it's just give him two weeks give him two weeks and guess what once that two weeks is complete you will do it why 
because you still go there every day when you push certain barrel there's this girl you have something going on with and you still let her come over to sleep in your house you let her come over to you know so many things at first you may say ah, no my faith is your faith is not strong <laughs> the bible even advises that you flee he did not say wait and test no flee which means you have to put boundaries in place you cannot like fully hang out with the same people in the same places you used to hang out you you should not be bothered whether he's a chill you don't want to be a chill christian you are only out to please your savior so it's important you keep your mind on that so you like you may be wondering like why should i do this why because there are levels of grace and of god you can never experience until you are there to sin you can never step into it until you've given your life solely to god in service of him and his kingdom it doesn't mean oh preaching it doesn't mean no first you have to be sold out to god god only his word only his will be done like in galatians 4 verse 1 to 2 the bible says that now i say that the heir as long as he is a child does not differ at all from a slave though he is the master of all or is under guidance and stewards until the time appointed by the father so do you know what this means so if you refuse to go as a christian there are promises and levels that you will never step into so to uh, let me kind of analogy so imagine you have a sibling you love so much a nephew a niece or if you have a child love this child so much and you know you have the capability to okay so i'm going to buy this my baby boy or my baby girl a rose rice sponsor him on luxury solo trips an island in the bama <laughs> okay now mentioning lots of the things i really like and the list goes on and he's maybe like two year old or three and naturally even if you guess all these things for him or her he can't really enjoy it until he grows at least for him to be able to travel on his own let's even assume early maybe you buy the car he has the car already but to drive he may have to be 15 or 14 i don't know but his protocol you will never buy those kind of things and give it to a two-year-old or three-year-old or expect a two-year-old or three-year-old to travel solo he can't but until he grows that's what this scripture is talking about so you as a christian you could god maybe explain grow up you've been a christian for how long 16 17 years how are you still a one year old are you still a two year old there are places i want to take you to but you will put my name to a mess you will embarrass me you embarrass the kingdom i cannot trust you with these things that's the only reason why you can't give your two-year-old a rose rest because you cannot trust him with a rose rest if you give him a rose rest to drive there's only one thing destruction is like you put him in a coffin that's all you just did and god does not want to destroy you so there are levels he has prepared for you he cannot allow you to step into because you still enjoy the pleasure of sin and you've refused to grow yeah you don't want to grow 
And that's how a lot of us are spiritually. So for you to step into the plans God has for you, you have to be deliberate about your growth. You know, you have to work in scriptures like Romans 6 from verse 6 to 7. It says, For we know that our old self was crucified in him, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, and that we no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. So, going back to where we talked about dying, if you choose to die, you've been set free. If you you no longer are the same person, you no longer react to the same things, you are set free from sin. It's in the scripture. Well, yeah, I, like I pray that God interprets this in your heart and gives this message more understandings to your spirit even than I've been able to convey with my word. So my message to you today is for you to come into the light and step into the realization, the knowing. You know, there's a knowing that comes with God. And God will help you to experience that. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs 10 verse 22, in NIV version, it says, The blessing of the Lord brings wealth without painful toil for it. Hey! You know, people, some people work hard. Some people toil. I mean toil. You see them, it's ah, more. Because you know, you know easy. You know that some people you see and even you, you are praying for them that God, please bless this person. Because they toil. But no, that's not a portion. Because God, the NKJV version says, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow with it. And I pray that as we choose to walk with God, as we choose to rely on His promise, and as we choose to trust Him, this, re- this scripture will be a realization in our lives in the name of Jesus. Basically, all I've been saying, and all I'm still saying, is you've tried other things. You've tried ungodliness. You've tried it with your own power, your own workness. Why not just give one year, one year, this year, 2023, to try in God? Like, just try it. Like, try to do all these things I've talked about. Just try. Just give it, you know, test. Just taste it. <laughs> And see, they make up your mind. So I'll end um, this session with talking about Romans 6 verse 1. The Bible says, What shall we then say? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Since God forbid. So, because a lot of people think, ah, this is the era of grace and a lot of these things. Uh, you can sin as for forgiveness. No. Of course we all can sin and ask for forgiveness. But, just like I said, you want to remain a baby. There are things God cannot entrust you with. And there are levels he will not permit you to step into. Why? Because he doesn't want to kill you. Imagine God wants you to enter some crazy levels. And he knows when you get there, what they do there is cultism. What they do there is homosexuality. And he sees you, uh, this one, when he gets there, he will just join them. And let me just leave him where he is, at least. He's doing small, small things, but let me just leave him. He still has a conscience. But if he goes there, they will kill his conscience and he will become one of them. So what does he do? He protects you as a loving father. Like the child that you love, that you can't give a rose rice to. You can't take it. You can't let him go on a solo trip. Why? 
because he's a child. So we cannot continue in sin and say that God grace should abound. No, we can't. God loves us so much. But without being dead to sin and alive to Christ, you may never understand this love I'm even talking about. And I pray that as you let God lead you and guide you in this new year, He will show you His purpose for your life and help you to attain them in the name of Jesus. I pray that the grace of God will be so evident in life that through you, through your life, through your testimony, men will come to God. You know there's a kind of template. You don't even need to tell us, I will know Him. I know, I know when he gave his life to Christ. I've had people saying, like, I know him. It wasn't like this. The way his life switched. That will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. Like, your life will be a Bible. That people will come to you. Even people that you were doing things together, they will say, ah, this thing is working now. People will almost doubt, is it the same Christianity? That is how much your life will testify to the glory of God in Jesus' name. So, this is like over 40 minutes. <laughs> and I'll be ending today's session. I really pray that God blesses this word, waters your heart, and give you understanding of it beyond, beyond what I've been able to pass in the name of Jesus. I love you all so much. Like, I'm literally spreading my other hand and try your virtual work. <laughs> and I can't wait to talk to you again next week. Take care of yourselves till then. See you soon. Um, maybe not see you soon. Bye bye. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend. And I genuinely hope you pick up your book after this and start your new year resolution. Bye.